Hello and welcome to the Irish Left Archive podcast. Uh, this is just a quick roundup for the end of the current run. We'll be stopping for a few months and we'll be back with more then. We have other guests lined up. So, I mean, first of all, we want to thank the guests we've had for the past uh, 10, 11 episodes since... When did we start? October. Yeah. So, yeah. So Roger we started, Cole. Yeah, we started in October with Roger Cole of the Peace and Neutrality Alliance. Adrian Wallace of People Before Profit, who's a uh, counsellor in Carlo. Uh, Jack McGinley from Umiskin Press, um, and also talking about his trade union background. Aileen O'Carroll of the Workers' Solidarity Movement. Jess Beer of Rise, a uh, network of People Before Profit. Uh, and to- Rupture Magazine. And Rupture Magazine. Um, Tony Novosel, who um, spoke about his book, Northern Ireland's Last Opportunity. The frustrated promise of political loyalism. Mm. Um, who was next? Oh, here we are. <laughs> uh, Mark Fitzpatrick, who who talked to us about the anarcho punk scene, uh, hunt sabotage, and animal rights. Mm. Uh, Brian Hanley, who returned to uh, discuss the fiftieth uh, anniversary of Bloody Sunday and reactions in the Republic of Ireland. Uh, Jason Brannigan of Organise uh, in Belfast and of Just Books uh, discussing their uh, development and anarcho-syndicalism. Mags O'Brien, who was involved in the Divorce Action Group and um, Trade Unionism, spoke to us about the uh, Gaza Freedom Flotilla as well. Mm. And finally, Charles Juba, who returns, who was also in the previous series, uh, to discuss Rory O'Brody, uh, the biography of the life and politics of an Irish revolution. Revolution. by Robert White yeah by Robert White yeah. yeah so thanks to all of them for uh yeah. for coming on and Many to everyone thanks. who's been listening so far yeah it was a very comprehensive uh sequence of uh so it was 10 podcasts so it was, it was kind of hung together kind of a bit of a tilt towards anarcho-syndicalism and anarchism with um Jason Brannigan and Mark Fitzpatrick and Aileen O'Carroll mm-hmm. but also other strands as well which I mean you were saying earlier in the pre pre-podcast chat uh trade unionism as well as well represented yeah yeah exactly with uh well mags o'brien and jack mcginley and uh yeah. jason brannigan as well yeah straddles both of those things um so yeah and great I mean, to have yeah great to have pvp and rise voices as well you know i think that's an area that we've been very keen to kind of get people to come and talk about their politics and how that politics had developed those that was great um, too, and of course, Panna. Great to get Roger Cole in to talk about Panna, and also Roger's had a, a long and um, illustrious career on the Irish left from the Socialist Labour Party days and before that. I think. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, yeah. It's great to get more from that sort of period of Socialist Labour Party. Um, which he was general secretary of for a while, and uh, and many anecdotes to go with that. Yeah, um, and we've spoken previously to to John Goodwillie, who's who was also. Uh, mm who's the subsequent general secretary of, of, uh, of socialist labor party. So people who are interested in that can, can go back and find, uh, I don't know the episode number. <laughs> no, no. Scroll, do scroll down through the list. It's there. Um, but, uh, amongst other things, but, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, the thought strikes like all of these, um, groups, literally everybody who came on, um, was represented by some materials that then, that were either in the archive, are in the archive, or have been added. For instance, Tony Novoso was very good. He gave us some documents relating to the um, Progressive Unionist Party 
mm. which we've posted up. We had actually got one small item from them prior to that. But there's more coming on stream there and some interesting stuff about the development of left analysis inside the UVF during the period and how far that went and maybe what the limitations were interesting to discuss as well. Similarly, obviously with Jason Brannigan and Organize, I mean, we've got material from Organize in the archive. Yeah. I have to admit, actually, on, on organizing the anarchist groups, it's the area I'd be weakest on anyway. Um, yeah. You know, I think in the timeline, it was sort of pieced together from what I could find online from various older websites and things like that. So it's great to get uh, to get a sort of a, a voice from them and get a clearer idea of it, you know. And, and get an inside, get an inside uh, view of the development of it and how... I mean, it's, it's a really interesting story, anarchism in the North, and particularly mm. for people not all of them, but some of them who would have come from a loyalist or unionist background yeah, yeah. and shifted sharply towards anarchism and how that process took place and how it continues to take place. I mean, talk to Jason, we certainly get the impression that that's something that hasn't stopped. It's not It's not um, at an end point. Um, and the fact that it arises somewhat out of the Bellamina anarchist group, which maybe people would assume it would be, you know, in the city in Belfast or whatever, you know. that. It, yeah, absolutely. We'd, yeah, it's like, that's a fascinating story, and it's it's one that you know we, I've discussed this, and we've discussed this, I think, with Brian Hanley before about the idea of the radicalism sprouts in places somewhere where there's this sort of um, lack of belief that it will mm. or appreciation that can sprout in places rural and urban, and in small towns as much as in big cities, and and in different forms and processes and so forth so this that yeah. as well i mean i mean adrian mollis of course as a carlo local councillor for pvp that's another interesting story yeah um, that there is a rural kind of i mean i think the left has well maybe it's not time for this analysis here but you know i mean yeah. the left the left does have have often too much of an of an urban tilt historically probably and hasn't been as good at organizing rurally although of course you have works in unemployed action in, in Tipperary, mm. for example but um yeah, and there's a, there is a strong strand of radicalism there around that sort of thinking. And yeah, so obviously Carlo as well, um, Cork, Waterford. Yeah. I'm listing off old WP strongholds. Yes. <laughs> but but again, there's an element of truth in that as well. And uh, that was retained um, later under different parties. Um, so yeah, like, so there was a... It's been a broad, it's been a broad range of stuff, and and of course, for all the people that are mentioned here, obviously we've got material from uh, PBP, we've got material from Rise, and so forth, uh, and we continue to get as much as we can mm-hmm. into the archive uh, on a on a continuing basis. So, anybody that we talk to, there's almost always something in the archive in terms of documentation material documents which people can reference if they're for, if they're interested or there'll be links underneath the podcasts you're putting in links i think in the show notes to anybody yeah who is outside of the archive but has got material that we think is of interest yeah and um, yeah and you know the the document collection at this stage is is pretty wide so uh mm. most of the time we have have the group covered in some sense even if it's only one example of something um yeah. There are still a number of groups on the left that we'd like to talk to, of course. Um, quite a few. So quite, quite a few, yeah. yeah. I, um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll print out the timeline and start putting little ticks on them. Maybe, but, um, yeah, yeah. It, it is there's still a lot out point. there. 
So if, yeah. if you're involved in a group or know people involved in a group who we haven't spoken to, uh, you think might be interested in, in coming on an episode, do get in touch. And, uh, and yeah, we'd be delighted to do that. Well, I think we've said we've got like, a, like we'd hope to talk to Irishy, um, the WP, the CP, CPI. Um, love to talk to anybody who's involved in CPIML. Mm. That'd be a very interesting area. Uh, the Socialist Party. Yep. Very keen to talk to the Socialist Party. And indeed to people who um, would be militant adjacent. That's an area that I think needs to be uh, addressed. Um, I'm trying to think of other parties at the moment who might fit the bill as well. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously the CYM, that's another interesting group. Uh, and we were just discussing beforehand, like just today, Sam from Come Here To Me posted up on the CLR underneath um, some Irish materials about uh, on Lasser Diarig and anti-imperialist action, both of which are sort of splits away from Irish, I think. Yeah, that seemed to be the implication. I wasn't aware of that, but I wouldn't have really known their origins particularly. Yeah, um, we've got an AIA. We've got an AIA piece in the archive. Yeah, they had yeah. a piece, I think, on the visit of one of the minor royals, mm-hmm. the British royal family, to Ireland or something. And yeah, I think we have some, a paper from them as well. Actually, I should know, but <laughs> Lasser Yarig. La- 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 I hope I'm pronouncing this Lasser right. Lasser Yarig. Yeah, we don't think we have anything from them. Um, no, and I mean, another group I've, I'm very familiar with. So. But they seem to be in. They seem to be in that same sort of space, um, coming from community activism, uh, socialist republicanism. Mm-hmm. At least this is what they say on the website, which I looked, I checked out today. Yeah. And a very nice website it is too. Very fine. It looks great. So it's interesting. There's that. There's an interesting um, amount of activity happening. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, and it's reflected online. Which, by the way, this is completely off topic. But the thought has crossed my mind is about how does one address websites and so forth and is there any sort of archival way of engaging with them yeah i mean it's an interesting one isn't it i mean we always link to websites and then yeah. i always include links to the wayback machine sort of archive.org stuff for websites that mm. are defunct so i mean i guess they're doing that work in one sense mm. um but yeah we, we we do always end up returning to the to, to the sort of digital first problem that we've got with more recent groups and yeah um even the more recent materials when they're pdfs it's uh they're on the website anyway maybe so i don't know yeah yeah there's yeah there's a bit of attention there because it's nice to have material say from organize or to have it from the mm-hmm. w- well the wsm as was but of course there is the whole archive of the wsm's materials online which is if not entirely comprehensive, is pretty close to being comprehensive. So there's a point at which it doesn't make a lot of sense to add any more WSM material in because it's already there online. Mm. Um, but an interesting, and again, this is another aside, but an interesting aspect of that is uh, Irish Reporter magazine, which was produced in the late 80s and early 90s. And we have one edition in the archive. Mm. Uh, there's another edition... And it was posted up in 2012, but there's another another edition on Section 31, which is a particular interest. I've been looking for it for a while, and I found it. It was in, it was in a cupboard. And so it's scanned in and ready to roll. But I was looking back... In an back, archival cupboard. 
Yeah, it's a very special cupboard. (laughs) It's it's fireproof. I'm sure it's fireproof. Nothing could go wrong. Um, But I was going. I was going back, and uh, I, uh, I was. I think you must have put a link to a blog which Irish reporter had, or somebody connected with it Mm. has, which at last had a post up on it in 2013, 2014, and I don't think there's anything been there since. And there's that interesting thing of. How does one address that? Because if the, if something's no longer functioning, mm. yeah, but that's that's totally where I think archive.org is, is is a great resource. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, once a site stops loading because they've let it drop or whatever, um, yeah, you can always link through to that, and it's, it's you know, well, maybe maybe there'd be no harm at some point to have a a compendium or list of defunct sites. Mm. yeah i mean it is one thing you know it's not like we go in and audit them so i'm sure there's plenty there that that yeah were contemporary when we added them but aren't anymore so yeah. well um, it's it it's a bit like uh you know sites sites do change their tone mm. fairly radically at times um like i can think of one large site which was a superb political resource for the left which took on a very um COVID denialist approach in the last year or two. Great. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, yeah. C'est la vie. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, the archive, obviously, yeah, it's an evolving thing, and you'd already got uh, anti-imperialist action in and Lasser Yarrigan already, I think, on the timeline, hadn't you? So. Yeah, yeah. Although, actually, if, if you know, if anybody knows more about whether it's always a problem on the timeline do you do do you mark something as kind of a split from something or is it people who were once involved in another group mm. who are now starting a new group and so on yeah so i have them sitting there separately maybe you might i mean i wasn't aware of this connection but maybe you might link them to to Irigi in some way but yeah if yeah. anyone has suggestions for for things like that uh we're happy to take them yeah drop us a line either on email it's on the website on the left archive website or on twitter yeah. twitter is very handy for that you know if people have updated information because again as you say organizations might not regard themselves as being splits they might see themselves yeah. as yeah having completely different function or and then we don't totally want to be taking editorial decisions on how people present themselves at the same time Big time you know every group has its own version so yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and Again, the archive changes and uh, it's not static. We try to keep it up to date as much as it's mm. humanly possible. So any materials that people think are appropriate, they're very welcome. We're very glad to have got new materials in in the uh, recent past uh, from a bunch of groups. Uh, and we're trying to post them up as quickly as possible. So if somebody sends stuff to us and we can get at least one representative piece out and up yeah. on the left archive within a couple of weeks a month at the most, then I think we're doing the right thing. It's getting it out there. And uh, as always, like any donations are very welcome. Please don't just send them to us, obviously, but just tell us about it. And if they don't replicate anything that's already there, they're very, very welcome indeed. And even if they do, we're always glad to see it. Uh, Grailton Magazine, for instance, is one edition of Grailton Magazine that we don't have. I can't tell you what the number is off the top of my head. I think it's seven or eight. Yeah. We'd love to have a full suite, wouldn't we, of Grailton yeah, I think it was um, was Split and Fusions posted those up recently and pointed out that we were missing one of them. Yeah, I, I don't think we'd even sort of. I don't think I'd registered that. Like, yeah, um, and 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 I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, we're not trying to be comprehensive 
it'd be great to have every United Irishman or every APRN or what have mm. you. Every Irish socialist, um, any any particular one you might mention, it'd be great to have a, a comprehensive set. But I don't think that's feasible. Again, the point is to have a sampling of them. So the people, when they want to get a sense of an organisation or a group or formation, yeah, yeah, they go to the archive, they have a look at it and they get a sense of it. And, and there may be other people who are better positioned to do the full archival. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not meant to be exhaustive, is it? Yeah. So, so um, we're hoping, yeah, as you were saying earlier, we're, we've got, we think, five or six podcasts lined up for later in the year. Trending towards summer, I think, would be... Yeah. Yeah, right. A few months, depending on yeah. when we get recording and yeah. things like that. Yeah. <laughs> We've got people lined up. And, uh, you know, it's it's not a series. It, they'll be released as, a, as five or six uh, in a sequence. And then yeah. for, we hope to have another shorter five to six, uh, number one, later in the year, coming up towards Christmas and then next year's 2023 and that's another year completely and we won't worry about it uh and again yeah, no, we're lucky we've 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 always kind of have a few people yeah. we haven't hit a kind of a wall at any point we always have a few guests lined up who are willing so yeah i mean one change we might have is we're always threatening this but we're hoping to have maybe a couple of uh group ones with more than one guest at a time yeah, yeah, but if, like if you say that at the end of every, it won't happen. Then, then it just gets changed. Yeah, like. <laughs> it never happen because uh, we said it in the last one. As yeah, well. I know, I know, and it didn't happen, but it will happen this time. I'm pretty sure it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. Right, yeah. So the other side as well is, um, if there are any queries about the podcast or the archive, they're very welcome. Um, we were vaguely toying with doing an episode if people had questions about the archive about anything pertaining to it would be more than happy to ask them it might be a very yeah. short episode it might be 10 minutes long but uh <laughs> glad we did or append it to the end of another one i don't know something like that mm. no and we're always happy to take like kind of corrections and clarifications and stuff i mean yeah even across think that there's loads of groups and publications where we've got a one-line description maybe we don't know enough about it or whatever so all of those sorts of things if you're if you're poking around there and Absolutely. You know more about it than we do to uh, send us an email or get in touch. Yeah, because it would be a terrible error to think that what we're doing is the definitive word on any of this. It's absolutely mm. people out there have vastly more experience, knowledge and so on than we do. And uh, we're a clearinghouse in a sense. We're not, mm. we're not the people who are trying to define particularly to find what other people's views of their own political activity is well, or exactly, what these political yeah. groups are. It's it's for p- the people involved themselves to define that. And that's why we're kind of a bit light touch on on certain things. You know, we're not going to put in more information than we actually have and that we can validate. It's the old yeah. thing if you need to have... What's the old thing in journalism? You need to have one or two sources before you can say something. <laughs> and it's true. You have to be... If you're going to make a statement, you at least have to have some backing material to back it up, supporting material to back it up. No, absolutely. I mean, we've certainly... You know, you hit the Wikipedia loop sometimes where mm. the, left arch- the left archive is a reference on the Wikipedia page. And I was like, I'm not sure we know that much. I've only got one or two lines in there too. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, particularly when it's a short one, because I see that sometimes. You see very, very short entries mm. for an organization. And you're thinking, well, you know, there were people involved in this. They put a lot of effort into it. Uh, whether people agree or not with their politics or the particular direction they take, they put effort and energy into it. And it seems 
unfortunate to put it mildly that they'd wind up like three or four lines on Wikipedia when you know there's been a the energy to get active and be out there putting out publications and being involved in campaigns and and if, it's kind of a broader point but if, if there's anything the archive is about it's trying to validate and legitimise that and give people the space within which they can say something about it and their activity mm. and their experience and so it's not always a case of reinventing the wheel that people can learn straight from those involved how things worked or didn't yeah. work at a given yeah. time and you can kind of end up I don't know joking about some of the smaller groups mm. or the positions they're taking but you've got to sort of accept that people are doing a lot of work on genuinely held yeah. positions and there is an interesting uh, sort of history in that and an interesting contribution to the to the left broadly you know yeah so. it's about respect mm. uh, so I mean that's that's basically the, the scale that's the way things are for the moment uh, we're taking a shortish break we're coming back uh have a shorter run than before essentially breaking one series into two uh, across the year we are very open to any suggestions for guests absolutely yeah anybody's got any suggestions ideas on that please do get in contact uh, particularly names we could contact and contact numbers <laughs> yeah. that'd be very helpful uh, if you've got any questions about the podcast or the archive as I say fire them across we might do a questions episode. Uh, we just want to say thanks a million to everybody who's listened. It's really appreciated. Yeah. And uh, any feedback is really, really gratefully accepted on any of the forums and media that we're dabbling in. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, visit the Left Archive at leftarchive.ie. Uh, you can email us at contact at leftarchive.ie. And we're on Twitter at IE Left Archive. Um, I don't know if anyone is still following us on Facebook. We have a page there that uh, we don't even use. So it's being fed automatically with new posts. But if you're trying to contact us there, please uh, do the website instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I should add one last thing that if there's no other purpose for this podcast than this, it is the fact the show on the CLR uh, when he caught COVID, managed to listen through back through it uh, through the various episodes. So yeah. it's a podcast for anyone who's got nothing better to do in some respects. I don't have to keep that in, but it's yeah. it's worth saying. No, no, many many hours of recordings there for people with nothing better to do. That's that's yeah, a high target to set ourselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so listen, thanks a million. Yeah, thanks very much. And uh, we return later in the year. Thank you.